Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports. Oh, the audio is so good today. It's so good, Rick, man. Game over, man. Get it together, Hyatt. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call and be a part of the show. Once again, 1-800-878-7529. Get it in and get it in. What you got, what you get. Come on. Come on. What did I say? I said, come on. <laughs> we're here for you at the toll-free line. Uh, you're like, what, did something funny happen? And the answer is no. <clears throat> but we are here for you to talk some sports. And the great thing about me, Rick Tittle, as I talk about myself in the ninth person, is that I'm so great. And I will talk about any sport you would like to talk about. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, the ball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. As my voice will lilt up and down, up and down, come on in. 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, we also can be heard on the American Forces Radio Network, something I don't take lightly. I come from a military family. I come from a Navy family. But if I look at all my relatives, we served in every branch, or as they say in England, branch. Every branch of the military. Is it all right? Sorry. But wherever you are, if you're in the military, I'm on your side listening to American Forces Radio Network, 500 outlets, 177 countries, ships at sea. You listen to me on the hangar deck, flight deck, brig of a carrier. Come on back, breaker, breaker. Also, that's CBs. I know. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, Twitch.tv. There I am with my new haircut. Ooh. <laughs> That's never good when someone goes, ooh. Or even worse is, ooh. Yeah, I'll stop doing that. Uh, also, Tiddling Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. And uh, Tiddling Sports with Rick Tittle. We got comedians today. We got author Jason Reed. We got author, We got two authors. We got three comedians. Come on back. 
How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show stand-up comedian Rafe Williams. He's going to be headlining at Helium Indie. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com there in the Hub City tomorrow night and uh, Saturday night as well, two 8 o'clock shows 
Rafe, welcome to the uh, program, man. And uh, how do you find the the Midwest crowds? Are they any different than the other crowds? Hey, Rick, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me, buddy. How do you find the Midwest crowds? Are they a little bit different than other crowds? You know, man, not, I mean, I'm from St. Louis, so to me, uh, no, they are not. Uh, you, it just depends on where you go, man. I feel like, uh, you know, the coasts uh, are a little different than what they call flyover country. But uh, for the most part, man, everybody wants to have a good time and forget about the last two years of misery we've all lived in. So uh, overall, we have a good time, man. No doubt. And, um, you know, just say St. Louis, I think about comedians that I've had in here over the years, like the Sklar Brothers and, and um, Nikki Glazer and some other ones. I mean, there really are a lot. It's the St. Louis comedy scene. They, it's kind of snuck up on us the last decade, hasn't it? Yeah, there's, it was a, there's a really strong scene here, man. And it's gotten uh, stronger in the post-pandemic world because everybody's moved back home. <laughs> you know, Nikki <laughs> left. And there's also a Greg Warren, the Sklar brothers, sure. uh, Tommy Donigan's out of here. So yeah, there's a lot. We got a pretty strong scene, man. We're a little quiet. We're the little engine that could here in the middle of the Midwest. I love Greg Warren's. Comedy. Yeah, I love Greg Warren's story about how the kid got in the back of the car and said, "Just drive," and he drove him around for an hour. Do you ever hear that one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have. All right, so for you now, who were your, was it the, the case of when you were growing up, you're like, you know what, I'm funny, I'm going to try this, or people are like, Rafe, you got to get up there, you're too good not to try. Uh, Yeah, you know, I have all the, I, I wish I could tell you that I didn't have a cliche comedy story, but it's like uh, two parts childhood trauma, one part uh, natural proclivity for it, and uh, you know, I it's crazy, man, because I remember it's uh, like I was I grew up poor. So I remember like going to my buddy's Chris house because he had HBO back when not everybody had HBO. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we would watch. I remember it was like the Dice Clay years and we knew we were watching something like we weren't supposed to see as like nine year old kids. Uh, but then everybody fell asleep and all George Carlin specials started coming on, like jamming in New York and all that stuff. And I remember like being like, Hey, I feel like this guy's talking to me, like and wanting to wake everyone up. And, and, you know, I kind of had the bug from that point forward. I think I wrote a letter in like third grade saying I wanted to be a comedian when everybody else wanted to be like astronauts and ball players. And it took me a while to get there, but eventually I landed there, you know? Pretty cool. Yeah, this tells you how old I am. I remember we were the first family on my street to get HBO. I think it was seventy nine or eighty, and it would come oh, on at it would come on at four p.m. and it would go off at midnight. Yeah, that's kid rich. That's kind of like saying I voted for Taft or I was on the Hindenburg. Ah! No, man, that's what I call being kid rich. Like you're the way you measured wealth as a child was way different <laughs> than. I was like, who had a trampoline? Who had HBO? Who had brand name cereal? You're living like a king. <laughs> I like David Spade's line. He's like, if I was poor, why would I have tires on my front lawn? That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking with uh, Rafe Williams, uh, going to be at uh, Helium Indy uh, tomorrow night. When, um, you know, I think about uh, the, some of the comics that you've uh, opened or, or featured uh, with and uh, a couple of them are, are friends of us here is Dan Soder and Rachel Feinstein. I, I love both of them. But but David Me Tell, too. yeah, David Tell 
Is there anyone quicker? And did he give you any sage advice while kind of looking off to the side? <laughs> uh, no. Dave was super cool. He's exactly how you think he would be. Uh, he is quick, man. It was so fun to watch him work because he'd bring the lights up. And, I mean, if he asked the audience a question, he had nine jokes locked and loaded mm-hmm. for whatever they responded for. Like, he's working at such a higher level than most comedians are in his brain. Uh, and I actually, you know, man, I was a young comedian. I was, like, I was kind of starstruck with Dave mm-hmm. a little bit. I don't get that way with very many. And I remember, like, uh, he was smoking a cigarette and reading the paper out behind the club. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I tried to have like a moment with him, you know, and I said, uh, Hey Dave, I just wanted to thank you a lot for letting me do the weekend with you, man. It's been a really great experience. And, uh, you know, they say don't meet your heroes, but honestly, man, it's been, I, you've proven that not to be true because you've been amazing. And he just like slowly looked up at the cigarette hanging out of his mouth and he goes, you're a really intense guy. <laughs> That's all he said to me. <laughs> And then he started laughing, and then he recommended me for a USO tour because he's a really cool dude. Like he, tra- he really goes out of the way to help you. But uh, he definitely roasted me when I tried to have like a sincere moment with him, as most comedians would. So <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I saw him um, recently, and you know, it's just it's those one-liners that are so locked and loaded. And and the one that got me the other day was, uh, you know, it's like he'll point at somebody and said, "I'm glad you took the night off from," and it would be something. And this one woman, he said, "I'm glad you took the night off from." being at your parents' home in Connecticut, communicating non-verbally with your cello. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> right? Like, there's like three jokes in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. I know. There's really, in that one sentence, there's like three. He could have stopped twice before he got to the end, and we would have laughed anyway. Right. All right. Now, I know you're also an, a, a yes and. You're an improv uh, person and improv for humans podcast. Tell us a little more. Yeah, I mean, I teach and coach improv here in St. Louis. I've done it for long. I've done a lot of sketch comedy. I was on, like, uh, our version of Saturday Night Live. It was a show called STL Up Late, mm-hmm. where we did, you know, we were on at 1 o'clock in the morning on the digital channels. So uh, I don't, no one but our aunts, I think, were watching the show. But <laughs> uh, we had pretty much free reign because nobody was, and we did a lot of cool stuff on there. We kind of got a cult following here in St. Louis. But uh it's really cool. Matt Besser, actually, uh, he's coming to our comedy festival this year in November here in St. Louis, and I think we're going to do another show together here. Uh, super funny guy, real fun podcast, and uh, yeah, improv's been a good experience. I think improv helps with stand-up. I don't know that it always goes the other way, but I think being able to kind of be on your feet when, you know, whenever a show's not going perfect or someone in the crowd's had a few too many Long Islands, like... I think it prepped me to be able to handle that a lot better. No doubt. And I think a lot of times when you get a stand-up on SNL and it's hard for them because you're supposed to write and be in these sketches. And so for someone like you to do both of those things, is pretty versatile. You ever called up Lauren Michaels and said, hey, give me an audition here? Yeah, if I had his number, I'd be texting him every day. Uh, You know, I would love to have that experience. Uh, I don't know if it'll ever materialize, but that'd be really cool. Just an audition would be cool. I don't mm-hmm. even care if I get it, just to be able to go and be like, yeah. I sat in front of Lauren while he stoically made me feel like a pile of crap. And uh, 
I think that would be fun. And I do think that's true, man. I think stand-ups sometimes struggle in that world because we're so used to being ship captain and crew, you know? Like, you write it, you perform it, you don't have to really get anyone else. Other than the audience, you don't have to get anyone else to agree with you. And, uh, you know, when you get into improv and sketch, you got to collaborate, you got to, somebody might want to, God forbid, edit your material. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of stand-ups are like, I'm out. I like being my own boss, so... Last question for you, your uh, album on 800 Pound Gorilla Records, Young Grandpa, came out, Sirius XM, a lot of streaming platforms. How's that going for you? Going good, man. Uh, Had a good, you know, the album came out in January 2020 and ushered in the apocalypse for all of us, I'm pretty sure. Uh, So the tour to promote the album didn't go great. Uh, But overall, I think it's, there was like a flip side of that of everyone being trapped inside and running out of things to watch and listen to. So, you know, I benefited from that. I think that people were like, all right, we've listened to every famous comic we can. We got to start finding these non-famous people. Uh, but it was, it's been great. And I just shot a campaign. I actually just shot a special in February and it's, I just wrapped editing yesterday. And, uh, you know, I got some meetings with Netflix, HBO, all the usual suspects, but, I shot it for YouTube, so that's probably where it'll end up. And if not, you know, uh, it's all gravy after that. But uh, I'm really excited about the uh, video component that's getting ready to come out, too. Very cool. Rafe Williams at Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis tomorrow night and Saturday night at 8 o'clock each night. And you can get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Rafe, you ever come through the uh, the Punchline or Cobbs here in San Francisco, uh, come on in studio, man. You got it, brother. Be happy to do it, man. I really appreciate you having me, Rick. No problem at all. I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back with some open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. 
This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. What do you think of that? <clears throat> I asked you a question. Never forget, I was with somebody and we were in downtown Napa looking for a restaurant. And went into this one restaurant and the guy out front had this like scarf on even though it was a hot day. And uh, I said, uh, he's like, uh, how's it going? And I said, uh, do you have a table for two? And he goes, you didn't answer my question. And I went, never mind. <laughs> I turned around and we bailed. Sassy ass, ass. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I said it. All right, I know everybody wants me to talk primarily. And uh, Graham Potter is now the new gaffer at Chelsea. He's only 47 years old, isn't he? Anyway, uh, Potter um, climbed the ladder from uh, Ostersund to Swansea City to Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, I saw Graham Potter manage a game in person in uh, 2019 at the Amex. They beat Tottenham 2 to nothing. Hugo Lloris hurt his arm right in front of me in the away end where I was sitting, and he was out for six months. <clears throat> but Brighton is known as one of the best-run teams in England. Well, 
he's taken over at Chelsea where he has to instill his style all over again while also dealing with Champions League commitments. And it'll be a challenge for him. He'll have quite a few familiar faces. Uh, joining him, his assistant, uh, Billy Reed, the first team coaches, Bjorn Homburg and uh, Bruno. That's right. Uh, just one name. And uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Goalkeeping coach Ben Roberts, head of recruitment Kyle McCauley, they're all coming over. And the new American boss at Chelsea, Todd Bowley, um, <clears throat> he, uh, this is his guy. And uh, Potter leaves a Brighton side that is currently, currently fourth in the Prem. Uh, one loss in six matches, but this is an opportunity you can't turn down. And I have full respect to Brighton for... I don't know if it was contractually in there, but allowing him. I mean, you don't want a guy to stick around doesn't want to be there, but you also don't want the big boys to come in and poach your guy. But Bowley said, <clears throat> the dumb jackass, quote, we're thrilled to bring Graham to Chelsea. He is a proven coach and innovator in the Premier League who fits our vision for the club. Not only is he extremely talented on the pitch, he has skills and capabilities that extend beyond the pitch, which will make Chelsea a more successful club. He has had a major impact at his previous clubs, and we look forward to his positive impact at Chelsea. We look forward to supporting him, his coaching team, and the squad in realizing their full potential in the coming months. End quote. Remember, the guy they fired won the Champions League. Potter has won nothing. But I'm a new owner. I want my guy. So with Potter departing, the under-21 coach, Andrew Crofts, will take on the <clears throat> Brighton interim role now. And um, apparently Adam Lalana will help. I thought he was still playing. So now they need to get a new coach uh, at Brighton. But Thomas Tuchel, his sacking, a lot of people now say, had very little to do with Chelsea's form. And he was called into a face-to-face -face meeting Wednesday morning when he was told that his 100-game tenure was over. And he was genuinely stunned. Remember, he won 60 of his 100 games in charge, including the Champions League final last calendar year. His last loss, his last game, was the 1-0 defeat to Dinamo Zagreb in, on Tuesday in Croatia. But they lost the Leeds 3-0. They lost to Sampton 2-1. But apparently, it was a preseason <clears throat> friendly derby against Arsenal that they lost 4-0 that the new American owners thought he had to go. Once again, a preseason game. And it was in Orlando, Florida. And apparently, Tuchel seemed frustrated and frazzled in Orlando, and he vented about that they hadn't bought anybody over the summer. And he was well within his rights to bemoan that, but apparently the added responsibility worked against him because Tuchel was handed an active and integral role far beyond his remit, if you like, under Roman Abramovich. Apparently he was very frosty behind closed doors, very poor communication skills. And so this guy, Todd Bowley, who's a Dodgers owner, 
He, um, of course, did buy Pierre Emmerich, Obama Young, and Dennis Zakaria on uh, deadline day. And he took pictures with those guys at Stamford Bridge. <clears throat> but they made it clear to him uh, that to Tuchel that his full autonomy was over, even though they told him $300 million was available. And they told him they had to buy into the new culture of the club. Ooh, what's our culture? Hunting and gathering? And so Tuchel initially relished the added responsibility and a long list of uh, players he wanted to bring in. He wanted Rafinha, he wanted Richarlison, he wanted Usman Dembele, he wanted Frankie de Jong, uh, but it didn't happen. And so as an interim sporting director, Boley said that he was going to bring a refreshing, personal, and unorthodox approach. Well, they brought in Mark Cucurella from Brighton, now rejoined with Graham Potter. And uh, Bully apparently hosted a dinner in July, and he said that he was reliant on others for football knowledge, and he needed to be briefed like a politician. Well, that's good to know you don't know anything. But sources are now saying, stool pigeons, that there is a clear breakdown of communication starting with the game in Orlando. And it has just intensified over and over and over again. If you see that goal that they went up on Tottenham 2-1 before Tottenham tied the game in the end, he runs the length of the pitch. It was very weird. And uh, Tuchel didn't like talking to the owner every day. He's like, I'm trying to get ready for the game. And then the owner told him he had to go on to WhatsApp WhatsApp group uh, chat. I guess that's an app to chat with people. But the thing is, they just wanted a different fit. There was a personality clash, you know, grabbing Conti by the hand and pulling on him, which was weird. He was uh, got an FA charge for that. And the guy wore his heart on his sleeve. And some people said the behind the scenes that uh, Tuchel was too much of a, a maverick. But, you know, uh, it's <laughs> Tuchel uh, is going to get a job anywhere he wants. And they say that, you know, maybe he could have done more to attract players to the club. Um, but in deadline day, you know, as I said, they still got Pierre Emmerich overing and and, uh, you know, it uh, would have had gotten a $40 million deal for Ajax's Edson Alvarez over the line. But they said he didn't want to go there. But uh, you think about $80 million for Lester's Wesley Fofana. I don't know. This is just a guy, to me, uh, you know, this whole thing about Bully is big on people culture. That's what he wants. He wants people culture. Well, they did sign Reese James to an extension. They're talking to Mason Mount on an extension. Reese James is a fantastic player, by the way. But they wanted a guy in Graham Potter who is small potatoes. And can he hang with the big boys? We'll find out. He hangs in the big boy Lee, but not with the big boy pressure. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break. Come on back. Ich lieb dich nun mal, jeden Berg, jedes 
Tal, Heimatland, du mein schönes Pfälzerland. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. TrackPhone wants to know are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover on America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle 
that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show New York Times bestselling author Roseanne A. Brown to talk about her book from Rick Reardon Presents and Disney Hyperion called Sirwa Boateng's Guide to Vampire Hunting. Welcome to the show, uh, Roseanne. When I hear Boateng, I think like Ghana uh, or, you know, somewhere in that part of uh, Africa. Am I close? You have right on the nose. And I can tell from, like, you got the pronunciation really great first try. So do you have like experience with Ghana? Uh, no, I have experience with soccer, and so <laughs> there have been a lot of gr- same thing. yeah, a lot of great Ghanaian <laughs> players and uh, around Europe uh, and the uh, the world. So tell us a little bit about the protagonist, uh, Sirwa. Definitely. So um, Sirwa Boateng is a twelve year old Ghanaian immigrant. Um, I was born in Ghana, but I was raised in Maryland, and she is a vampire hunter. Her parents were hunters. She comes from a long line of them, and like. Fighting vampires is all she was raised to do. However, when a hunt goes horribly wrong, her parents are like, this is unsafe, you cannot do this anymore. So they leave her to live um, with some non-magic relatives in Maryland while her parents go off to finish the mission. So she has to take, face her toughest battle yet, middle school, because she knows how to like break a man's arm and how to put a vampire in a headlock. But she doesn't know how to like open a locker or the lunchroom politics of like do you sit with the mean girls or the jocks or all that. So the book is all about how she goes through the trials and tribulations of middle school uh, while coming from that like warrior mindset of being a vampire hunter. You know, just getting back to that part of West Africa, I find it fascinating when you think about how you know just Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, Liberia. Togo, Burkina Faso, Nigeria, they're all just kind of lined up there side by side by side. What had, did you ever go back? Did you go to Accra on the coast there? Yeah, so I've been back a couple times since my family left. Most recently, I was actually there January of 2020. Mm. So, and I'd left February, so right before the pandemic lockdown started. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so good because when we came over my immediate family, so like my mom, parent, uh, my mom, father, and my sister. But the extended family is also in Ghana, and so keeping that connection with them has been so great and important for like keeping that connection to my culture and where I come from. So, uh, Sarah grew grew up, uh, or was born in Ghana and grew up in Maryland. Where did you get the idea for that? <laughs> uh, so that one's straight from my own life. I like to tell people like we don't have the same personality. Like I could not fight vampires at twelve. I couldn't do it right now. But we both have that like being born in one place but raised in another, and kind of that struggle to figure out where you fit in. Um, because I know that's something myself and other immigrant kids I've talked to, like that, how do you hold on to like where you come from and take that pride in a place that you don't get to go that often, but also find where you fit in your new community and understand your new culture and um, when you don't really talk or look like or sound like anyone else around you. And so that was very much inspired by like my experiences also growing up in Central Maryland, though there weren't any vampires when I went to middle school. <laughs> Not that you know of, anyway. Um, true, true. What about the the fact that she's kind of a wisecracker, and 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 you have to know for that audience, you know, the middle school age, what's funny, what's not? How do you kind of gauge uh, her like uh, one liners? So before I was um, a children's book author, I was actually working as a teacher in Japan, mm. and I think just the best way to write for kids is to know 
children and like be around them and the way they talk to each other. Cause my students, they were, they are some of the funniest people I know. It is like a joke a minute. And so I knew like, if I wanted to write for this audience, I had to meet them where they were. And even though the book does have some more mature themes in it, like bullying, racism, immigration, like it does have that, like I had to approach it with this very funny package. So it didn't just feel like this dour textbook. Um, and also just the way kids like treat their friends because, I had some students, like, they were best friends, knew each other since, like, kindergarten. They would roast each other constantly. I'd be like, if I didn't know y'all loved each other, like, I'd be like, are you bullying him? What is happening here? So I knew, like, the kids, like, they're not just about to, like, stand in a circle, hold hands, and, like, talk about their feelings. Like, the affection was in the jokes and the roasting your friend and mocking each other. That's where, like, the true love would, would be shown. So I knew I needed that humor for the story to ring true to the kids who I wanted to read it. Very interesting. A couple more questions here for Rosanne Brown uh, for her book, Sir Boateng's Guide to Vampire Hunting. What is it with you and vampires on a personal level? What's the interest? I think for me, I just love monsters. Like, even my last series on the Song of Race and Ruin, that one featured a lot of folklore, too. And the best part was getting to learn, like, the different creatures and different monsters and bring them in. And I think with vampires specifically, there's something about it that, like, almost every culture has their own variation on the vampire myth. Like, this idea of a human like presenting monster that preys on other humans i think is just a very primal fear everyone has and with the um so the vampires in this book they're called ajit and in Ghanaian folklore the ajit instead of turning into a bat it turns into a firefly and instead of biting people to turn them to vampires it actually possesses them so when it's in your head you become a vampire until it leaves your head and so I was really taken with the kind of the mind control aspect, which is something like the Western vampires like Dracula and like Edward Cullen don't have. Like that idea that like you can just wake up and like your spouse or your children or like the people you've known your whole lives, they're just different and there's no, like you have no idea why. They could be possessed and you would never know. So that was really like something that really spoke to me as an author to explore that. Like if you're living in this world and you know anyone around you can be a vampire, how do you trust anyone? And that really um, kind of became the catalyst for the book. It's very interesting, too. And you know, I think about when you're writing for this audience, you don't want it to be a baby book, but you also don't want it to be slasher gore, but you want it to be interesting. So how do you sort of get, walk that line between not being a little kid's book and not being a slasher book? I think for me, it was less about like, like, they go through some dire um, moments in this book, and, like, I don't shy away from words like kill or, like, beat or, like, like, like just showing that, like, they are in some serious danger. This is not just, like, a, oh, like, people get knocked out. Like, they are on threat of death. But it's less about the gore and explicit violence. Like, it never gets gory. We're not going to Game of Thrones here for 12-year-olds. But it's more of focusing on the sort of the emotional reality because kids do experience, like, even in our world, like, there's kids who experience violence and, like, threats of danger and harm and so it was being real um it was about being real about that experience and like sort of the more emotional psychological damage of like always being in paranoia that you're not safe that you're in a household that like is dangerous to you but without going so much like so intense detail about the actual physical like injury or death and what about maybe you know, role model for this character and not just being an African-American girl, but literally from Africa with an African name. What what does that meant for some of your audience? I think for my audience and for me even, it's just when I was growing up, because I've loved fantasy. I've been an avid reader my whole life. 
but seeing like there were so few characters of color in fantasy, I was reading like Harry Potter, Animorphs, like uh, um, Game of Thrones, another one. And if there ever were characters of color, black characters, they're always sidekicks. They're always on the side. So for being able to write this book and have Sarah, like her name's in the title, she's on the front of the cover, like it's very much her story. It felt like being able to say like, like people like me, people like um, my readers and like the culture I come from, like you deserve to be the center of the story. You deserve to be the hero. And I'm hoping even kids who don't, who aren't from Ghana, who might have never even heard of it, they can see her and maybe see this name. They don't quite know how to read at first. But then as they see um, her, they read her story and read her voice, they realize, oh, I might not be Ghanaian, but like, I know what it feels like to move somewhere and not have any friends, not have anyone to talk to and struggle to like make connections and realize that like, even on the surface, like when there's all these differences, like in the way the universal human experiences, like the, what, that all matters in that way. And then what about a message like in this book for family and friends and togetherness and, and things that really matter too? Yeah, I think one of the big messages that um, Sarah Well finds, because at the beginning her parents leave her behind and they truly think they're doing it for her own safety, um, even though it turns out to not be so safe. But she, um, with her parents gone, she kind of creates the second found family of her friends. I'm a big believer, like the people you choose in your life can be just as important and sometimes even more important than the people you're like blood related to. And this idea that, like, you can make a family wherever you go. Because, like, as someone who has moved around, I've lived now in America, I've lived in Ghana, I've lived in Japan, and I can say I now have family across, like, three continents, and only some of them are actually blood-related to me. So this idea that, like, family is what you make it, and family is where you are and can be where you are. Last question for you. Netflix, uh, movie, screenplay, how close are we to all that? So definitely, so I have a film agent, and there's definitely been a lot of talks on the back end. Um, Hollywood works a lot different than publishing and a lot slower. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but there's just so many more people involved. Like with the book, it's like me, my editor, and then like the production team, but like it's a whole different behemoth of Hollywood. So all that to say, I have nothing to announce at the moment, but keep fingers crossed, and hopefully if people really enjoy the book, some things might start moving a little faster. And uh, more in the series as well. You got you already written uh, on your way to another one. Yeah, so I turned in the second one actually just a couple of weeks ago, which I'm really excited about because I love not being on deadline. So <laughs> that will be out in fall of next year. Good stuff. We've been speaking with New York Times bestselling author Rosie Brown. The book is Sarah Boateng's Guide to Vampire Hunting from Disney Hyperion, and this is uh, from uh, Rick Rorden uh, presents. Uh, Rosie, thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations on it, and we'll look for the uh, the silver screen uh, very soon for it. Thank you so much for having me. No doubt. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline.
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. All right. Uh, thank you for that. A couple minutes left. In hour number one of three, author Jason Reed in uh, just about 20 minutes from ESPN. He has a new book called Rise of the Black Quarterback. Tom Viola will talk soccer with us in a little over an hour. And then 1140, look out. Carly Aquilino and Jesse Mae Peluso, who have both been in here, 
The first time Jessie Mae was in here, she made me take pics of her holding her legs up by the ankles. Those will not be tweeted. That Those don't look good. There's no way of me saying she made me do it. It was a long time ago. I was young. I needed the money. Uh, anyway, the Steelers. <clears throat> that was my most hated team as a kid. Um, I've gotten a little softer on them over the years. Um, Denver will always be number one, I think. Uh, I spit on them uh, and their city. Um, I hate the Chargers. I hate the Chiefs. I spat upon them as well. But the Steelers, that was the team that really killed me as a kid. And uh, Franco Harris was probably one of my most hated, hated uh, football players of all time. And he stunk so hard. And he would sweep and he would always run out of bounds. And it was sort of like this Namdi Asamwa, I'll tackle you on my terms. He said, my career will last longer if I don't get tackled. And I thought during the super macho 70s that that was the weakest thing I ever heard, that you should be fighting for extra yards. Even as a little kid, I thought you should be fighting for extra yards. And uh, no, not with Franco. <laughs> And so the Steelers have announced <clears throat> that uh, they will retire his number 32 jersey at halftime, week 16. They're at, I don't know what it's called now. It's not Heinz Field anymore. It's something stupid like Family Disaster Stadium. I'm pretty sure it's Family Disaster Stadium. Yeah, Family Disaster Stadium at uh, week 16 against the Raiders, of course. And then they're going to wear a patch this year, the Steelers, commemorating the 50th year of the Immaculate Reception. 50 years. And I think about one of the more shocking things I ever saw as a kid. That was basically it. My view of America is from the NFL. And one time I was visiting Western Pennsylvania. I was driving through Cleveland. I was driving through all sorts of different places. Acreshire Stadium. Wow, thanks, Dom. Acreshire. Uh, family disaster. Let's go with that. But I refused to take the turnpike getting from Western PA to Cleveland because that would have meant I would have driven through Pittsburgh. And at the time, when I was 20, I would rather jump off a bridge than drive through Pittsburgh. So I went through Youngstown. I went through Warren. I went through all these like Mennonite and Amish. There were literally people in those black carriages Beware the English and the gun of the hand. That's how much I hated the Steelers as a kid and as a young guy. But they're retiring his jersey, and um, I think there will also be a statue of him running out of bounds that they're going to put outside Acreshire Stadium. I still can't say SoFi. It's Sophie Stadium. I just see it. I see Sophie. Sophie's choice. I'm Rick Tittle, full of rage. What else is new? Come on back.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. New figures from the Labor Department show jobless claims are down in the United States. The new report for the week ending September 3rd shows the numbers of seasonally adjusted initial claims at 222,000, which is a decrease of around 6,000 from the week before. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announces another $675 million tax dollars in additional aid are headed to Ukraine. The latest package includes more Gimlers, 105mm howitzers, artillery munitions, harm missiles, Humvees, armored ambulances, anti-tank systems, small arms, and more. Austin, who served on the board of Raytheon, which is one of the world's largest weapons makers, making that announcement while in Germany. While Hurricane Kay has weakened to a Category 1 storm, the storm is still expected to bring lots of rain and gusty winds to parts of California and Arizona. While the storm is moving up the coast of Baja, California, it won't make landfall in the United States. Still, some of the heaviest rain will be in areas east of San Diego and Los Angeles. Significant rainfall is also expected in the deserts as far east as Yuma or even Phoenix. Doctors are continuing to supervise Queen Elizabeth II, according to Buckingham Palace. UK Parliament member Ian Blackford acknowledges the health concerns in Parliament. We're saddened to hear the announcement that's been made, and the thoughts and prayers of all of us will be with Her Majesty the Queen and indeed with the royal family. The NFL season kicks off Thursday night with the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams hosting the Buffalo Bills. Kickoff set for 8.20 Eastern Time. This is USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-568-2790. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-568-2790. 800-568-2790. Nearly 750 illegal immigrants have died trying to cross the southern border this fiscal year. Customs and Border Patrol saying in a statement that smuggling organizations are abandoning illegal immigrants in remote and dangerous areas, leading to a rise in the number of rescues, but also tragically a rise in the number of deaths. A Democrat running for governor is giving the thumbs up to President Biden's speech last Thursday. From the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau, Lance Pry explains. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's Democrat challenger, Charlie Crist, made it known he's proud of Biden's recent hateful and decisive speech targeting Republicans. 
Charlie Crist also thinks Republicans are a threat to American democracy. I thought it was a great speech. You know, the guy's telling the truth. Democracy is at stake in this election. And the point of the spear is Florida. I mean, we have an autocrat in Governor DeSantis who would like to be a dictator of America. He wants to run for president. Uh, that's crystal clear, I think, to everybody. And what President Biden did was ring the alarm and say, this is a real threat to democracy in our country. The 9-11 Memorial and Museum is getting ready for Sunday's 21st anniversary of the September 11th attacks. The traditional reading of the name ceremony by 9-11 family members will take place on the Memorial Plaza in Lower Manhattan. Vice President Kamala Harris will be attending the event. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. We got Jason Reed from ESPN coming up on the other side. His new book. Talk a little prem with Tom Viola in an hour. And then uh, at 11.40 Pacific, Carly Aquilino and Jesse May Peluso at the same time. From the girl podcast, G-Y-R-L. All right. Uh, Clemson Board of Trustees has approved... A new 10-year deal for Dabo Sweeney, $150 million extension, $15 million extension. That means he will make $10.5 million this year and incrementally work up to $12.5 million at the end of the contract. So he's now in the $10 million a year club with Nick Saban, Alabama, Kirby Smart of Georgia, Ohio State's Ryan Day, LSU's Brian Kelly, <coughs> 0-1, and Michigan State's Mel Tucker. Last year, Swinney made 
million. So if you look at average per year over the life of the contract, it'll be 11.5. The uh, top one is Sabin, who'll be 11.7. Swinney said, It is hard for me to believe I'm in my 14th full season as your head coach, and I remain eternally grateful and honored for the opportunity to continue coaching and developing young people of excellence at Clemson. This agreement is representative of what has been collectively built here and the success we've both academically and athletically had, and it is a reflection of the all-in commitment of so many people, including our players, our staff, our fans, our administration, and our university leadership. While I am certainly proud of our accomplishments on the field, the most rewarding part remains the relationships forged within this program and the ability to positively impact those around us. Yeah, since he's taken over, he is 151 and 36 with two national championships. I saw one in front of my face in Santa Clara. But uh, remember, Swinney was a wide receiver at Alabama in the early 90s. Now he's climbing. All right, and he's rich. He already was rich. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800 800- 
That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show author Jason Reed. He has a brand new book from Anscape Publishing called Rise of the Black Quarterback, What It Means for America. Uh, Jason, welcome to the show. We know as the NFL uh, opens uh, tonight, we have 13 uh, minority quarterbacks. Uh, I remember as a kid, it was all about Joe Gilliam at the Steelers, and the Raiders had this guy, Eldridge Dickey. I think they were both Tennessee State. And then there was a long, long time before we had, like, a Randall Cunningham. But where are we right now, do you think, with this, this situation? Oh, my goodness. There's never been a better time. There's never been a better time to be a black quarterback uh, in the NFL. These guys are the faces of teams. They, they are the highest-paid players. They have enormous platforms. Um, we're really in the era of the black quarterback. And what I mean by that is when you look at the traditional college powers, the, the Alabamas, the USC, the Ohio State, they're all led by these superstar black quarterbacks. And, and the pipeline has never been stronger. It's never been deeper. And as we, as we move forward into you know the next years in the NFL, you're just going to see more and more black quarterbacks to the point where it may even be in five to six years, you're going to see 12 to 16 superstar black quarterbacks among the NFL team. You know, I remember taking a class in college at um, Cal and summer school, and Dr. Harry Edwards was the professor. This was like in 1987. And he said, sports always recapitulates, as he said, his word, recapitulates American society. So your subtitle, what it means for America, what do you mean by that? Well, when, when you look at quarterback, it's a uniquely American leadership position. And let's take it away from the football field for a minute. If you are someone in a company who's leading a, a major project for the company, you are the quarterback of that project. Uh, if you're going in for a medical procedure and it's a dicey procedure, and there are many doctors who have to help you get through it. Your lead doctor is your quarterback. So what it is is that the quarterback in America, the, the position, it, it, it embodies everything about leadership. It, it, the person is the best among us. He's the one that inspires other people. So if black people were denied the, the opportunity to play quarterback in the NFL, and the NFL dominates American popular culture, what does that say about black people at large? So the rise of the black quarterback in the NFL, what it shows is it mirrors the rise of black people in, in the country. And if people, are just, if people are given opportunities to compete based upon their merits, their skills, their intellect, 
and the playing field is somewhat level, not completely level, but just somewhat, any among us can rise up and contribute to the fabric of the greatest country in this world. You know, I'm thinking about in the old days, as mentioned in those two gentlemen from Tennessee State, like you think about Doug Williams, he came out of Grambling, and that's because, you know, as we say now, Power 5 Conference maybe wouldn't have let a black guy been the quarterback uh, back then. When did Was there a one situation? Was there like a, a sort of a linchpin or the axis where everything changed, or do you think it was just gradual? It's like, well, we want to win, and this should be a meritocracy. Well, I mean, what really happened was the color green finally trumped the color black. Mm-hmm. And, and by that, I mean, once the NFL really started to explode, you know, people forget the Major League Baseball and college football dwarfed the NFL in terms of popularity for most of the previous century. The NFL was this little ragtag upstart league when it was trying to get a foothold in 1920. But once the NFL really became the 800-pound gorilla in terms of professional sports leagues in this country, and these team executives and these, and these coaches, they realized that, okay, I'm going to get my butt fired unless I can win because my owner is not going to wait around. He's going to find somebody else. So from a self-preservation standpoint, these executives and coaches could no longer overlook anyone at the most important position in the game. So what we really saw was there was a seminal performance by Doug Williams in the Super Bowl uh, for the Washington Redskins. That was their name at the time against the Denver Broncos. Doug Williams was the first quarterback to start in the Super Bowl, win the game's MVP award as Washington crushed Denver. But that was in 87. Then we see Warren Moon come from Canada, early 90s. We've got Randall Cunningham in Philadelphia. And so by the mid to late 1990s, it it became apparent that these guys can play, and we've got to let them help us win so we can keep our job. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Warren Moon because, you know, he had to play like five years in Edmonton before somebody would give him a crack, which is just ridiculous now that you think about it. The guy is a uh, one of the greatest undrafted players in NFL history. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you know, you, you look at Warren Moon, he's leading Washington to a Rose Bowl, University of Washington to a Rose Bowl berth in, in, in 78. He's, he's the conference's co-player of the year. He doesn't get drafted. He has to go to Canada, as you mentioned. But he does. He goes to Canada. He lights it up. He starts this bidding war when he wants to come to the NFL, Houston signs him, and after a transition period, he takes off. He becomes just this great Pro Bowl quarterback and then winds up being the only quarterback, black quarterback, enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, you also think about the the situation where a lot of kids, um, African-American kids, would come up playing quarterback in high school, and then they'd get to college, and it's like, all right, do you want to be a wide receiver or a defensive back? Is almost like the ball was literally taken out of their hands. It's like you can't you can't do this anymore. When did finally the colleges realize this too? Was it the same sort of thing? as about it's about the color green. Well, you know, historically, black colleges and universities, as you mentioned, a guy like Doug Williams and James Jack Harris and uh, Eldridge Dickey and these guys. I mean, they at the HBCUs they were prominent places. But what started to happen was. In, in major college football, there were a couple of schools, Michigan State, the University of Southern California, that had black quarterbacks in the 1960s. But once integration finally came to the schools in the South, the SEC powers, you know, the Alabama, the Tennessee, once those coaches, you know, they got like the legendary Bear Bryant, once he finally said, okay, I've got to have black players, then that's when it started to change. Not, not a quarterback initially. That was a much slower process, but that's when it started to change. 
You know, and I think a name that a lot of people know, but they don't know what he did, is Fritz Pollard. If you think about first black player, first black quarterback, first all-pro, finally got to the Hall of Fame uh, posthumously. What what were some of the privations, to say the least, that Fritz Pollard suffered? Well, I mean, you, think, you know, you talk about a guy like Fritz Pollard. I mean, the, the first black NFL star, the 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 first black coach, first black quarterback. He didn't play quarterback as we, as we know it now. The position didn't look the same, but he was the first one. And now you have a situation where this this guy who was a pioneer had to deal with racism from all ends. Had to deal with you know his own teammates not wanting him around. Had to deal with the fact that the league really didn't want him. And you know, he finally got into the NFL, excuse me, the Pro Football Hall of Fame posthumously. But for many years, the league didn't want to acknowledge his contribution because the league didn't want to acknowledge also that for 13 years, black players were excluded from the league. Last question for you. There was uh, basically a ban, not official, but an unofficial ban on black players in the 30s all the way through World War II. Tell us about a little bit about a guy who came out in the 50s with the greatest name of all time, Willie Thrower. Oh, my goodness. You talk about a name for a quarterback. I mean, could, could there ever be a better name for a quarterback than Willie Thrower? <laughs> you know, I mentioned Michigan State. You know, they, Michigan State had a legacy of, of, of letting black players play quarterback. He was a backup in Michigan State. Get, gets to the NFL. Uh, George Papa Bear Hallis, the the legendary founder of the Chicago Bears. He has him on the team. Well, 1953, George Blanda, many people know him from the, from the Oakland Raiders of the AFL, but Blanda was a quarterback with the Bears. He, he's struggling. Hallis sticks in Willie Thor for a couple of plays. He completes some passes. He doesn't have a long career. He's out the league after the next year. But, you know, when we look at this timeline, when we look at steps being taken, Willie Thor getting into that game and, and completing a few passes, that was another significant step. And, you know, it, it all adds up when you talk about completing this journey to where we are now. Great stuff from Jason Reed, senior NFL writer with Anscape and ESPN. Rise of the Black Quarterback, What It Means for America. That's the name of the book from Anscape. Jason, congratulations on the book. Thanks for coming by. Oh, hey, thank you for having me. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break. we got open lines the rest of the hour, so come on in at Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. All right, thank you for that. And lines are available, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Just talking about first black quarterbacks, and there was a guy named Marlon Briscoe, who you might remember on the Dolphins. He was a wide receiver on two of their Super Bowl teams. He started off as a rookie as the Denver Broncos quarterback. He was like the first black quarterback in the modern era, anyway. To uh, And then they finally said, yeah, 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 you got to play wide receiver. It was pretty, pretty bunk. I mentioned Eldridge Dickey. He was supposed to be the guy that Al Davis liked better than uh, Ken Stabler. He was the first black quarterback ever 
taken in the first round. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it was, uh, you know, John Madden was the coach and, you know, it's his first year and he didn't, he wasn't that great, but look, it's, it's hard to transition. There are only about how many good quarterbacks are there in the NFL? I'd say 15 good ones and five elite ones. That's about it. <clears throat> but you think about Randall Cunningham, mid eighties, all the way through the mid nineties, and uh, he was the ultimate weapon. I mean, he uh, ran for uh, almost a thousand yards. He led the NFL in yards per carry, with like eight yards per carry. He was All Pro at thirty-five. You think about all the things that uh, he was able to do at that time. I like that um, Jason mentioned Shaq Harris too, because um, that guy's name was Meshack. Meshack is a biblical figure who maintained his faith under dire circumstances. But uh, Harris was the Rams quarterback. He was the first black quarterback to start a season opener. He was the first black quarterback to start and win an NFL playoff game. He was the first black quarterback to go to the Pro Bowl, first black quarterback to be Pro Bowl MVP. So uh, Shaq Harris, uh, his career ended right around when the seventies were ending. But you think now, like I always wondered about Lamar Jackson, why people were down on him in the draft when he was so fantastic. I still think to this day, and a lot of people who say, Oh, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. And we all have to be careful of it. Whoever we are, whatever ethnicity you are about things that boil underneath. And you might see somebody who looks different than you, and you might think, ah, that guy, that girl, yeah, she's not going to do a good job, whatever. I mean, it's a it's a brutal thing that we need to weed out. Um, but you look at a guy like Kaepernick, and you know he is one of the all time leaders in NFL history in touchdowns to interception ratio. A lot of people don't know that, and uh, he is banned. <laughs> Oh, I laugh not because it's funny, but it's because it's just too dumb. But to ban a guy like that, a Super Bowl quarterback, I could see banning somebody who stunk. No one would probably even pay attention for more than five minutes. But the 13 quarterbacks who are not 100% white to start this season are two at Tagovailoa in Miami, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, Jacoby Brissett in Cleveland, Russell Wilson in Denver, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City, Dak Prescott, Dallas, Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia, Justin Fields, Chicago, Marcus Mariota, Atlanta, Jameis Winston, New Orleans, Kyler Murray, Arizona, Geno Smith, Seattle, and Trey Lance here in San Francisco. And you look at the list... And, you know, Marcus Mariota is just a placeholder right now. Um, Geno Smith is a placeholder. Um, So is Jacoby Brissett. But then there are guys, there's a lot of money riding on them, like a Trey Lance, like um, a Kyler Murray, obviously. Um, There's still a jury out on Jalis Winston. There's no jury out for Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. Tua really needs to prove something this year. Justin Fields, I think, will get one more year if he stinks. 
but maybe he won't. But I've always thought that football is the one sport where you really can help when it comes to these type of uh, racist feelings because you don't really care what color the guy is who's blocking for you or who catches the touchdown, who, um, uh, you know, (laughs) who's going to make the tackle. You just want your team to win. And I think about it all the time. You know, I was was watching um, yesterday Tottenham and Olympique de Marseille and some of the the great black players and the the racism, especially on the continent, which is, I don't know if you're surprised by that. Look, there's racism everywhere. There's racism in America. If you didn't know, get the headline on that. But I'm always shocked overseas just by how blatant it is. And they've tried so hard. They've called kick kick racism into touch, or as we would say, kick racism out of bounds. Years ago in the 90s in the Bundesliga, they wore a patch that said, Mein Freund ist Auslander, or uh, foreigners are my friend. And they've they've tried, you get a ban now if you say something. And uh, we saw that happen earlier this year at a BYU game. And then Don Staley says, I'm not bringing my basketball team to BYU. And then that was a big debate whether, you know, she's doing the right thing to combat racism or, you know, because her players didn't feel safe or do you let one racist in the crowd yelling that word, do you let that guy win? You know, and I don't know what the right answer is. You'd hate to let that guy win, but you also, you can't ignore it either. That's why I think the best thing to do is just find the pants off them. And we've seen some horrible situations in Europe of guys making gorilla sounds, especially when a player comes to take a corner and they throw bananas at them. That is definitely not as bad as it used to be, and that's because those teams would play in front of an empty stadium next time around, and they'd lose their entire gate. And then uh, even if the owners were racist, they're like, find out who those guys are and get rid of them. And here's the thing about CCTV closed-circuit television. We now kind of have it in America with, like, Ring and some of these other cameras we have on our houses now, which are good. But Europe, especially in the United Kingdom, CCTV is absolutely everywhere. Every single street corner is being recorded. It is total big brother. So in the stadia, all they had to do is they started uh, putting those cameras in, and you can find out who the people are. You can find out uh, pretty fast. But I don't understand how anybody would care one way or the other what color a guy is if he's scoring a touchdown for you. And that's the thing that hurts is that there are a lot of guys who don't care. And then when the guy's career is over, you know, it's like Mac Robinson. You can be a janitor now. You know, you've served your purpose to us. Which is, uh, it's so messed up, especially in the Olympics. You know, Jesse Owen in Berlin is first in the 200. Mac Robinson is second. Mac Robinson, I mean, I look at Joe Gilliam. Joe Gilliam was the first black quarterback that I ever knew about that played with the Steelers, like what, 1973 or whatever. And he died on the streets, penniless, drug addict. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's very, very sad tales now and um 
There was the Al Campana situation in the 80s. Remember, he was on with Ted Koppel, and he was the Dodgers executive, and he said uh, black guys don't have the uh, mental capacities to be manager. Oof. He got fired. Jimmy the Greek in the 80s. Harry Edwards said all he did was tell the truth, and he got fired because he said, you know what they did at those uh, plantations? They took the big black slave and mated him with the big black woman so you'd get a stronger slave. And then you took their kids, you took the big black guy, and you mated him with the big black girl, and then you got even stronger slaves. And you keep going generation after generation. He got fired. Harry Edwards, my professor, said he's actually right about that. But even in the 80s, you think about how un-PC we might have been, there were still things that were over the edge. But uh, yes, now when I look at, you know, even the quarterbacks who have, are highly touted and failed, you know, like an RG3 or something, there are, uh, I don't think anybody cares anymore. But then again, I know I'm being naive because I know somebody probably still cares. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. 
The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Thanks for that. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. We have some open lines, so feel free to get in. Robert tweeted, Michigan State was a forerunner in recruiting black athletes, many from the South. Coach Duffy Doherty led the charge. Bubba Smith, Gene Washington, and George Webster, amongst others. Thank you, Robert. <clears throat> As always, appreciate the uh, tweet. One eight hundred eight seven eight play to get in. One eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Well, um, I apparently I've been told that every one of my segments tomorrow is booked. So that means I got to do Rick's picks, and I was going to do a Rick pick anyway for tonight because we do have football. We will be in Sophie, so fine, Sophie Stadium with the Bills against the Rams. And for nearly seven months, Sean McVay has told the Rams that their Super Bowl championship guarantees them nothing except a ring and a banner. McVay said, it feels like it was a long time ago. By the way, youngest head coach to win a Super Bowl. It's one that I'll always cherish, but I think if you live in the past, you're going to get exposed in the present. We're not going to do that. Well, they are going to reveal everything and... You know, I think it's interesting that uh, the NFL chose Von Miller and the Bills as the Rams' opponent, uh, practically ensuring a difficult start to the season for both the teams. We know that the Rams will get everybody's best shot this year, especially with Van Mil- uh, Von Miller coming back. Josh Allen said, going in to play the defending Super Bowl champs and watching them raise their banner, that'll be an interesting feeling for sure. I've talked to a few people that have played and coached in this game before, and just really the unanimous thing that they were talking about was that it feels like a playoffs atmosphere. Yes, and the Rams are underdogs for the first time since winning the franchise's second Super Bowl title. The Rams have never lost a season opener or had a losing record at any point during McVay's uh, tenure there, which began six years ago. And uh, Sean McDermott, of course, got his job in Buffalo one week before McVay, and uh, they're still the sixth and seventh longest tenures in the league. 
and McVay got his validation last season, but McDermott is hoping this will be the years for the first Super Bowl trip since 93. Remember, they went four years in a row and lost all four. Cooper Cup, <clears throat> the Rams Super Bowl MVP, said, quote, the question we're always trying to answer is, how can 2022 be better for the L.A. Rams? What can we do better? Who can we put on the field to stack blocks and build on this thing? Feels good to be back playing a meaningful game. Well, Ken Dorsey, speaking of Miramani High School out here in Moraga, he made his name by going 38-2 at the University of Miami at their quarterback and winning a national championship. He now makes his debut as an offensive coordinator um, uh, for Brian Dable. So we'll see what happens. As I said, there will be two new Rams, uh, Bobby Wagner, debuts as Von Miller goes to uh, Buffalo and Allen Robinson will be on the other side of Cooper Cup. It's going to be pretty fun to check it out. And I'm going with the Bills. Duh, Bills to win this one. Break down, Rick. Break it down. All right, let's get to the other games. Ravens at Jets. <laughs> Lamar Jackson versus Joe Flacco. It's always funny in New York. They go, I don't know, man. The Jets, they could surprise some people there. Uh, watch out for the Jets. If the Jets were in New York, no one would talk about them. They've never won the AFC in their history. Yeah, they did. They won Super Bowl three. They won the AFL. The next year was the full merger. They've never won the AFC. And people talk about them like they matter. And they don't. Ravens win. You know, it's Bill Burr says, you know, after everything. Panthers hosting Brownies. There it is, Baker Mayfield. Guess what? Sorry, Jacoby Brissett. Panthers win at home, and the Panthers stink. But I do think they win this game. The Texans, the stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart. That'll be at NRG Stadium. NRG's favorite network is FX. Texans and Colts. <clears throat> Davis Mills versus Matty Ice. I like Indy in that one. The Commanders. Their first ever game under that name against the Jags. And a lot of people are saying, watch out for them Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, that rookie year, didn't even count. But he's still going to be ready to go. And Urban Meyer is gone. But the Commanders, whew. boy, these are two. This is going to be a toilet bowl of a game. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's going to be a toilet bowl. I'm going to pick Washington to win at home. Sorry, Jacksonville. But it's going to be like 7-6. to six. And there'll be no touchdowns scored in the game. It'll be five safeties and a field goal. You heard it here last Dolphins at Patriots. We were talking about this the other day. Bill Belichick, 2-7 and seven in his last nine games in the South Beach, despite having Brady and these great teams. They went down on Tuesday. They spent five full days. They will have by the time they play on Sunday. And um, I'm going to go, oh, man, it's so hard. I just don't believe in Tua. Mac Jones, to me, is nothing to write home about, but I think he'll do better than two. I'm going to write for the Patriots here to win there. 
they are favored by three and a half. The Saints go play the Falcons, divisional tilt, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, in, wait for it, Atlanta. Remember, briefly, the Superdome was also Mercedes-Benz. Falcons with Marcus Mariota, Saints with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is a way better quarterback than Marcus Mariota. Sorry, Marcus. Um, Heisman winners there, but... uh, Jameis Winston won the Heisman, right, Dominic? Didn't he? Yeah. Two Heisman winners there. And um, I'll go Saints on the road. Eagles at Lions. I've been waiting to binge watch Hard Knocks. That is the Lions. I just, I don't think I could watch Jared Goff every week. But Aiden Hutchinson, some people say he'll be rookie of the year. Other people say he'll be exposed. I don't think he's going to go all pro. I certainly don't think he's going to be a bust. I think he'll be all right. I think Aiden Hutchinson's career, I think he was not going to be a J.J. Watt. I think at best he'll be a Max Crosby. We'll see. But Jalen Hurts, I'm actually going to pick the Lions. The feel-good hit Ford Field Lions. The Bungles are no longer that. They are the Bengals. They're at Paycor Stadium. You know what Paycor Stadium is? It's Riverfront. Well, actually, the one built next to Riverfront. I don't know what the Bengals called that stadium last year. Now it's Paycor. The Bengals host the Steelers. Mitchell Trubisky got a nice rookie wide receiver there. Um, Pickett is not going to start. The Bengals will win this one. Interesting game at Soldier Field. The Niners and the Beers. Trey Lance versus Justin Fields. Now, a lot of people said the thing about Kyle Shanahan is he will not have a quarterback warming up in the bullpen. It's going to be Trey Lance's game unless he gets hurt. And others have said, like Greg Papa, the voice of the Niners, he said, Kyle Shanahan will do anything he can to win a game. If he thinks that putting in uh, Garoppolo will work, he'll do it. Now, Trey Lance did have plays even when Garoppolo was starting, but that was just by design and to make, I think, uh, Jed York feel better about giving up all those draft picks to get him. <laughs> but uh, I'm not on the Trey Lance bandwagon. I'm really not. I He still has a lot to prove to me. Right now, he's just a guy. And the Bears' defense, I think they bring it home. Although, I do think the Niners will be living in the backfield in Chicago. This is going to be a defensive struggle. But my hunch was Bears, so I'm going to go Bears, even though the Bears suck. Why are you picking them, Memrick? I know, I probably shouldn't, but I am. The Vikings are hosting the Pack. And does Aaron Rodgers have the weapons? The Vikings the new-look Vikings with all the weapons they have. I'm going to go Minnesota at home, eh? Then the late games, Cardinals hosting the Chiefs. Mahomes versus Murray, another really good matchup. Former University of Phoenix Stadium in the West Valley there, Glendale. State Farm Stadium now. And I like Arizona to win that game. The Chargers will host the Raiders. The Raiders have a lot of weapons, but I think Justin Herbert will pick apart that Raider defense, and uh, I think the Chargers will win that game. By the way, the Raiders are favored by three on the road against the Chargers. 
if it wasn't for the Chargers' stupid head coach, they would have uh, gone to the playoffs. Oh, and by the way, oh my gosh, uh, we're just getting breaking news that Queen Elizabeth has passed away. She has been queen since, what, 1952? This means for the first time in our lifetimes, unless you're older than that, we're going to have the United Kingdom once again. That's right. And they're going to have an actual king. So Prince Charles is now King Charles. He'll have to be officially, uh, he'll have that ceremony. But wow. Yeah, breaking news. She was 96 years old. I think she was up at Balmoral in uh, Scotland. But uh, anyway, this is coming from my boss. So if he's wrong, you can blame him. And I say that one time because I was on 95.7 The Game. We got all these reports that Joe Paterno died, and he hadn't. We also, unfortunately, got reports that Ken Stabler had died, and he hadn't, and it had been reported. Uh, Finishing up Rick's pick. So Chargers over the Raiders. That hurts me to say that. Titans hosting the Giants. Titans win that one easily. Sunday night football. Cowboys, Buccaneers. I don't think this is going to be close. I think the Cowboys win this by 10. Yes, I do. And then Monday night football, Seahawks uh, against the Broncos. Remember that horrible, horrible Super Bowl? The Seahawks won that one, by the way. Uh, Russell Wilson going back to Seattle. The NFL knows what it's doing with these games. Geno Smith, now. I think Russell goes into that building and he walks out with a big W. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. 
It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right. Uh, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. <clears throat> Normally, I don't get into uh, uh, stories about uh, European uh, royals, but uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, passed away, uh, and um, she had, was not uh, feeling well, and there was concerns about her this morning. Um. But as I said, we now have a king, King Charles, who has waited uh, a uh, long time. He's waited his whole life. He was, of course, the uh, Prince of Wales uh, his whole life uh, as well. And uh, this is the official statement for the royal family. It says, Queen Elizabeth II, or E.R. Elizabeth Regina, 1926-2022. The queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The king and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. Think about that. The King and the Queen Consort. The Queen Consort is Camilla Parker Bowles, his wife. Um, but that's something that has not been mentioned since the early 50s. This is the longest reign of any sovereign beating Queen Victoria a long time ago. But uh, this is someone who was right through World War II, and, um, yeah, the King of England, it sounds weird, doesn't it? This means now that Wills is second in line now. Um, King William, of course, who's married to Kate Middleton, um, Wills is now second, and um, it would be, um, or I should say first in line is Wills, 
um, I shouldn't say second line, he's first in line. Second in line would have been Harry. Harry can always come back and say, it is mine, even though he officially left the royal family, but he is by blood there. So, yes, we have a united kingdom. Condolences to everyone out there um, who uh, are affected by this. I'm Rick Tittle. We have another hour. Come on back. Radio News with Tim Berg. New figures from the Labor Department show jobless claims are down in the United States. The new report for the week ending September 3rd shows the numbers of seasonally adjusted initial claims at 222,000, which is a decrease of around 6,000 from the week before. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announces another $675 million tax dollars in additional aid are headed to Ukraine. The latest package includes more Gimlers, 105-millimeter howitzers, artillery munitions, harm missiles, Humvees, armored ambulances, anti-tank systems, small arms, and more. Austin, who served on the board of Raytheon, which is one of the world's largest weapons makers, making that announcement while in Germany. While Hurricane Kay has weakened to a Category 1 storm, the storm is still expected to bring lots of rain and gusty winds to parts of California and Arizona. While the storm is moving up the coast of Baja, California, it won't make landfall in the United States. Still, some of the heaviest rain will be in areas east of San Diego and Los Angeles. Significant rainfall is also expected in the deserts as far east as Yuma or even Phoenix. Doctors are continuing to supervise Queen Elizabeth II, according to Buckingham Palace. UK Parliament member Ian Blackford acknowledges the health concerns in Parliament. We're saddened to hear the announcement that's been made, and the thoughts and prayers of all of us will be with Her Majesty the Queen, and indeed with the royal family. The NFL season kicks off Thursday night with the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams hosting the Buffalo Bills. Kickoff set for 8.20 Eastern Time. This is USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 568 2790. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-568-2790. 800-568-2790. Nearly 750 illegal immigrants have died trying to cross the southern border this fiscal year. 
Customs and Border Patrol saying in a statement that smuggling organizations are abandoning illegal immigrants in remote and dangerous areas, leading to a rise in the number of rescues, but also tragically a rise in the number of deaths. A Democrat running for governor is giving the thumbs up to President Biden's speech last Thursday. From the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau, Lance Pry explains. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' Democrat challenger, Charlie Crist, made it known he's proud of Biden's recent hateful and decisive speech targeting Republicans. Charlie Crist also thinks Republicans are a threat to American democracy. I thought it was a great speech. You know, the guy's telling the truth. Democracy is at stake in this election. And the point of the spear is Florida. I mean, we have an autocrat in Governor DeSantis who would like to be a dictator of America. He wants to run for president. Uh, that's crystal clear, I think, to everybody. And what President Biden did was ring the alarm and say, this is a real threat to democracy in our country. The 9-11 Memorial and Museum is getting ready for Sunday's 21st anniversary of the September 11th attacks. The traditional reading of the name ceremony by 9-11 family members will take place on the Memorial Plaza in Lower Manhattan. Vice President Kamala Harris will be attending the event. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Got a stacked hour coming up for you. Tom Viola is going to talk soccer. We're going to have comedic Cody and then more comedians, Carly Aquilino and Jesse Mae Peluso. They will uh, join us as well together as a tandem. Um, <clears throat> breaking news. If you haven't heard in the last hour, Queen Elizabeth II has uh, passed away at Balmoral Castle in Scotland. 
And uh, we now have uh, King Charles, who I guess is Charles III. No one has said anything. But I think that would be right, right? Didn't we end with Charles's as Charles II? So I'll have to check on that. But from my rudimentary knowledge of uh, the, uh, the monarchy, I'm pretty sure he's going to be King Charles III. Um, <clears throat> he could take another name, but I highly doubt it at this part of his life. You know, Queen Victoria, that was not her first name, but uh, Elizabeth's was and Charles's was, so uh, is, I should say. But he's the longest serving Prince of Wales. He's been Prince of Wales since the 50s. That's how long he's been Prince of Wales, and which means you are first in line uh, to the crown. So that coronation ceremony for a king, we have not had one, like I said, since the 50s when uh, Elizabeth got it. And uh, this is another plot twist to season six of The Crown, which has already been shot. It's gonna be, that's going to be mostly about uh, Wills and Harry, apparently. But um, anyway. Rick, I thought this was about sports. It sometimes is, yeah. 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. I'm on twitch.tv. Search for Sports Byline. Big shout out to our brave men and women who wear our uniforms and all our branches of military for the United States. America, doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Also, we are on um, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, Channel 2, new cable provider. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. I'm Rick Tittle. So come on back. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. 
now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. It is 11-12. It's time to check in with one of our friends over at AgainstTheNumber.com. And they are a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball, to soccer, to cricket, to tennis, to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable, their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Joining us once again to talk soccer is Tom Viola. And Tom, um, how about uh, Chelsea with this guy, Bowley, the Dodgers owner, the American comes in. Uh, Thomas Tuchel winning the Champions League last calendar year wasn't enough. He's out. Graham Potter is in, sending shockwaves throughout the Premier League. Your thoughts? I was surprised at how quickly it happened. After the loss in the Champions League, I was looking around saying, okay, he's not going to be there at Christmas time. I didn't think he wouldn't be there after Labor Day weekend. That They gave him a quick hook, but I kind of understand it. There's been some turmoil with that team now for kind of reaching over the summer into the season. They haven't gotten off to the start that they wanted in the Premier League. The team hasn't looked great. And as an American, I can only support it because it might mean Christian Pulisic gets more playtime, and that's my ultimate endgame goal when it comes to anything Chelsea-related. Graham Potter is now the guy, and it seems like yesterday that he was playing at Southampton and, and West Brom, and so I I was at the Amex um, a couple of years ago when I saw Hugo Lloris break his arm, but yeah, they've got a nice little stadium in Brighton, they've got a nice little team, but is this the guy to take Chelsea to the next level? I don't see it. I, I think that, on the one hand, you did just try having the big-name coach who comes from a big-name program, but I, I I get I get why they want to do a 180 and go with a guy like Potter coming from Brighton, but 
frankly, Brighton's looking a lot better this season than they were uh, than they were under him. I'm question. I'm questioning the decision. I don't see him being there long. Yeah, well, yeah, he leaves Brighton right now in fourth place. Let's see if they can uh, keep it going. But uh, I think it's interesting with uh, Liverpool right now taking it on the chin from Napoli in the Champions League, right now seventh in the Prem. Here they have a German coach who won the Champions League. I wonder if he's (laughs) – that's probably not as dicey for him at Anfield, but uh, what's going on, you think, uh, with Liverpool? I think Liverpool is more a case of just uh, fading. Uh, This is is what happens when you're not actually a super club with endless cash reserves. Liverpool is a team that sells to buy. And when you sell to buy, it means that you have to give off assets in order to bring in new ones. And if you bring in a poor asset or things don't quite work out the way you want them to, it it affects the club very immediately. And and, And you can't really afford to miss on any of those transfers. Right now, I think that they have some room and flexibility to bring some people in because you have the money from getting rid of Mane. You didn't necessarily spend all of it, but the reality is that their core is getting older. Salah is another year older, and he can't keep up with this pace of being a golden boot contender every year. That's not going to last forever. We're seeing it in Leicester right now with Jamie Vardy. But uh, then on the back, Virgil van Dyke's been a stalwart for you for several years now, and he's clearly starting to lose his step. You have problems at right back, and the midfield is simply not what it used to be for Liverpool, which is affecting the service that you're getting into the box and for guys like Salah. And again, no Mane there means you lose another great goal scorer. They, this team is simply starting to struggle and is at a point where they need to start getting ready to cut bait on some of their older talent and get ready to bring in new guys. Your uh, Toffees, of course, there was a uh, uh, goalless draw in the Merseyside Derby, which I'm sure they would take, but uh, Everton at uh, Highbury, well, not Highbury, I guess it's the Emirates now on uh, Sunday. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, we, we talked about before, I was surprised Lampard lasted. Um, you know, we saw Richarlison score two very good goals for Tottenham yesterday against a, a Marseille. They've got the England goalie in uh, picky. They held on to Gordon, but what are they going to do to get themselves away from the trap door, which, as you know, they stood upon for most of last season? Well, I think part of the uh, advantage from last year is the fact that they have actually been able to make some good moves and bring in some good guys. I'm pretty excited about Anana coming in. I think that they've done enough to really try and shore up that midfield. I'd like to see some more moves in the winter for for window, maybe bring in another player. But I think that overall the quality of players that they have right now is a little bit better, even with getting rid of a Charleston, who we certainly dearly miss, but we're happy to see you guys at Tottenham happy with him. because He's a great great player, and it's great to see him continuing on his career. I'm worried about the Pickford injury, but it comes at a good time because at least there's an international break coming up, so we're not going to miss him for a ton of games. I'll tell you, there is no question that he is the England number one keeper, and the people that do occasionally call for his job based on his play at Everton aren't factoring in just how good he is and how many times he bailed Everton out of terrible situations that the defense puts him in. The defense still needs to get a little bit better, 
But I think that Everton is going to be able to at least push themselves up to that 10 to 14 kind of zone. And at the end of the season this year, not going to be sweating, uh, sweating the door, the drop at the end of the day. Last question for you. We were talking about Man United, who are going to be playing Real Sociedad in the Europa League coming up here in less than an hour. But after that 4 nothing defeat at Brentford, we were talking about Eric 10 weeks. Since that time, four wins in a row. Um, you talk about Arsenal, Liverpool, Southampton, Leicester are a soft touch right now, but still four wins in a row. Are the, and now up in the uh, top five, if I'm not mistaken, um, are they now going to call off the dogs is man united going to go from strength to strength after that poor start to the season or do you are you not sold yet how quickly things can change in this league i, I i'm almost sold uh if, if they have some europa league success they don't necessarily have to go win it but obviously they certainly would like to i i, I think that as long as they're competing in the premier league like they are the wins that they've gotten are impressive, and the biggest thing is that he started benching Ronaldo. He started to, you can see that he's starting to take charge and command the locker room more, and now the team is starting to play as more of a team, and that was a big concern through those first several games. I, I think that he'll end up being able to do just fine. I, I think the team will have their rough patches, but at the end of the day now, I think they'll be safe and he'll stay on as the coach for at least a season. It's Tom Viola, AgainstTheNumber.com. All the sports, all the prognostication there, he and all his buddies. Tom, thank you very much, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back with Comedic Cody. Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Oh, I know. There I am. I'm Rick Tittle. How's it going? I'm back in the other studio now. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Sitting in Dominic Jimenez's lap. Uh, if we get our guests, we will uh, throw them on the air. <clears throat> Uh, Queen Elizabeth, um, this will relate to the sports world here, but yes, 70 years on the throne. In 1957, she sat in the front row during a college football game between Maryland and North Carolina, believe it or not. She also attended Wilburton four times. Only four? Uh, 1977 for the women's final when Virginia Wade defeated Betty Stove. And uh, she also watched Andy Murray win, beating uh, Yarko Niemannim. Uh, but uh, a lot of people have uh, reacted to it. We'll get to that in a minute. But we do have comedic Cody with us, and he is at uh, Helium Buffalo tonight. He'll be heading to uh, Cap Cities on uh, Cap City in Austin on Sunday, and uh, be heading to Helium Portland next week. He's getting all over the place. Comedic Cody, how's it going, man? When when did you decide that that was going to be your handle? What's up, man? How are you? Funny, uh, funny story about that. Actually, I had no idea, and now looking back on it, I feel really stupid about it. I was thinking <laughs> nobody's doing comedy skits on on a bunch of the apps, and I was just like, well, I didn't want to lip sync because I don't have rhythm, and I didn't want to do the dances because I didn't have rhythm. I mean, but 
I just, uh, I was like, well, I'm going to try a different approach and I'll do uh, comedy sketches. And I was like, well, I'll kind of let them know what I'm about to do in my name and give it a shot. And it, it turned out to be way bigger than I expected. Yeah. What is it with TikTok and, and that type of stuff? And when did you find out that it could catch like fire or as the kids say, go viral, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was honestly what I would like to call dumb luck. I was at work one day and maybe the first three or four months I was, it was averaging like 30, 40 likes a, a video and I may have had 200, 300 followers. And then that first video went quote unquote viral and it just completely took off, man. Whatever they like when you do hear people mention that going viral, it is it is true. It just happened so fast, man. So fast. Now, what what part of the world are you from? I'm I'm getting a little twang there. Am I right? A little twang, a little twang. I'm from Southern Virginia, right on uh, the border of North Carolina. I'm close to North Carolina. Okay, so if it was the Cavaliers and the Tar Heels, who are you rooting for? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Fun fact: I'm an Oregon Duck fan. Wow. How come? I've been an Oregon Duck fan since I was 10, maybe. And, you know, looking back at it, I think it's because they have that Nike sponsorship and they had the cool uniforms. Mm-hmm. But I've followed them ever since. So now it's now it's about the sport more so than the uniforms to me. Yeah. Well, I, I remember when I was a kid, they actually would have Donald Duck on their helmet. I don't know how Disney yeah. let them do that. Yeah. The original <laughs> Duck, yeah. But I would have to say Virginia Tech <clears throat> over the two. Gotcha. Now... Uh, was there, uh, you, you kind of lived your life on, on TikTok. Did you like, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you break up on TikTok? No, like in a relationship? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Nope. I haven't, um, (laughs) I'm actually in a relationship now and it's the first one I've had in shoot six years, man. All right. This is why, because I was, somebody was, I was seeing it said, uh, Cody broke up on TikTok, and it didn't say comedic Cody, so I just wanted, <laughs> wondered if... <laughs> hey, man, there's a lot of us. <laughs> no doubt. No, no breakups for me, man. All right, so the I think one of the hardest things in the world, um, you know, outside of maybe landing a fighter jet on a moving aircraft carrier, <laughs> would be stand-up comedy. So when did you know, not only that you could do it, but you could do it for an hour as a headliner? Um, man, I will be completely honest with you. It was more so of, it, it scares the crap out of me. And people ask if I get nervous every single time. And it's more so I, I always struggled with anxiety and and depression growing up. And it's more so of if I get up there and even though I'm scared and I chase my dreams and I go against like all the crazy things going through my head about just jumping off stage, running out of there, not doing the show. There could be somebody out in the audience that you inspire that makes them go chase something that they're scared of. And next thing you know, you got a whole group of people chasing their dreams. And that to me is so much more important than me being nervous. But the hour, man, golly, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Um, you definitely have to get creative. And I'm I'm working on getting better with like crowd work and stuff like that. But yeah, from when I when I first started and I was offered a tour, I was like, 
well, I can I can give it a shot. When opportunity knocks, you got to swing the door open. So I opened up my laptop one day, hit record, and just talked for as long as I can about stuff that I thought was funny. Then took it to the road, and now we're going on thirty different cities. <laughs> awesome, comedic Cody is with us. He's at Helium Buffalo tonight. When you think about the pendulum swing in between people saying, you know, uh, I hate you, I'm going to punch you after the show, to marry me, Cody, stalkers. <laughs> was there a comfortable middle ground and all that? Man, there is. Um, I always like to do the joke on stage where I'm just like, hey, either you came to support me or you came to boo me. You're not getting a refund. And then I'm, I kind of test the waters with that joke because I'm like, of course, I'm just kidding. It's not about the money. But you want to set that tone right off the bat, like, hey, you came to a comedy show. Hopefully you'll understand my humor kind of thing. But there, you can find a healthy medium. And I haven't, knock on wood, ran into anything nasty or, or mean at any of my shows. It's been, it's been very family-like. That's cool, yeah, knock on wood. But we also know that there are these weirdos out there that live for, you know, they'll sit there and they'll laugh for yeah. 45 minutes at Holocaust jokes and just horrible yeah. things, but you say something and now that's off limits and now they want to cancel you. Do you Are you ever a little bit scared, like, maybe I shouldn't say this? 100%. Um, 100%, absolutely. And it all kind of just, you you have to read the crowd and, you kind of have to, you you kind of work your way. And I'm learning, uh, I met a lot of comedians on the way, and you kind of learn to work your way up, and you have little pinpoints in a joke that say, okay, well, if they're cool with that, let's see if they're cool with this. And it just gets a little more on the line, and if they don't like that joke, you back off and go back to the joke before it or something along those lines of the same joke. But no, that is a fact. That is so, so true, and you definitely have to be careful, unfortunately, in the in this day and age. Yeah. And for you, um, was there a comedian that took you under his or her wing? And then contrastly, was there a comedian who said, give it up, you'll never be anything? Um, there, in the very beginning, before I went on tour, I reached out to... Um, to someone that had been doing comedy for a little while, nothing like professionally, but you know, a show here and there, did some hosting, stuff like that. And um, completely was like, you should call it off. You need to be more prepared, things of that nature. And then a comedian that was actually kind of big, I think wanted me to purposely mess up. So it was like, hey, we don't have a host, come to Nashville and we see you na- you're named comedic Cody. So let's see what you got. And man, I tell you what, I took up, I took him on and went and did like a little 10 minute thing, scared, nervous, but I learned a lot and that's what it's all about. But um, no one, unfortunately, has uh, kind of taken me under their wing just yet. But every single show I am learning so, so much about the actual art of comedy. Yeah, the last thing is, I know a lot of comedians who say, you know, I spent 15 years on the road before I even featured, and now you got these TikTok guys, they walk right in. Did you get any pushback from people who are jelly? Oh, man, I, I'll be completely honest. Again, knock on wood, I personally haven't heard it. Does that exist? Probably so, and I've left shows before where the host of the show or the opener looked at me just, completely nasty because you do i mean a lot of people do 
work very hard to get into like these clubs and helium is huge and funny bone is huge and all these comedy clubs are absolutely huge and i i walk in and i have so many questions for them and they're like you're supposed to know what you're doing you're the headliner i'm like okay guys but that's not how this works please don't do that <laughs> comedic but it happens. yeah comedic cody he is uh, a road dog right now because he's successful oh, yeah. he's at helium Buffalo tonight, Cap City, Austin on Sunday, Helium, Portland next week. Hey, if you're ever in uh, San Francisco, come on by the studio. We'd love to have you in. You absolutely got it. I would be honored, man. All right, good stuff. Comedic Cody, everybody. And, and you know, I understand uh, how it works. You know, these comedians are like, you know, I've been, I went to open mics at bowling alleys and malls and, as Dan St. Germain joked, a needle exchange, Wyoming. And then all of a sudden, some TikTok guy comes in, and, and he's headlining. And you know why the comedy clubs do it? Because these guys have millions of followers, and they're going to sell tickets. They want to see this guy in person. Um, but that's just the way it works. That's just the way it works. And if you're mad about it, then you're in the wrong business. You know, there are people who don't pay any dues. that rise right up to the top because they just have innate talent. You know, I remember one time somebody was mad after 9 to 5 that Dolly Parton got that part. And then like, yeah, but she nailed it. Who cares if she wasn't an actress? People be jelly. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Speaking of comedians, Carly and Jesse May on the other side. Tell me who's watching, who's watching me. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812-800-215-6812. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Uh, I think a lot of dumb stuff. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Rick Tittle with you. Nationally syndicated at San Francisco, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the program. She's been in studio before, but we got her on the horn. It's Carly Aquilino, stand-up comedian and uh, actress. She, along with our friend Jesse Mae Peluso, who we're waiting to connect with as well, they will be uh, together with their hashtag GirlPod podcast at uh, Buffalo Helium on uh, Sunday. Carly, welcome back to the uh, show. It's it's nine eleven. Will there be a, a theme, or is it just a coincidence? Uh, definitely just a coincidence for sure. With that, so there won't be any uh, big disaster. No, hopefully not. <laughs> Going to try and avoid that at all costs. Now, knowing uh, Jessime from her two appearances here uh, in person, she kind of went nuts. And I kind of feel like as quick as you are, do you sometimes, uh, is it hard to get a word in with her? <laughs> what do you mean she went nuts? She's like, oh, because she's so fun and like a back and forth. Oh, not so nuts, fast. not nuts crazy, nuts in a very boisterous, joyful way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's so, so much fun. She's the best. We have a lot of fun together when we're on the road together, when we do our podcast together. It's like, it's really fun. So how is it when you do the pod in the in the club? Is it more annoying or is it more fun? It's 
fun. I think it's cool because you get to, like, involve the crowd and, you know, everybody kind of can chime in and we go into the crowd for questions and stuff like that. So that's always really great, too. Now, I haven't, uh, last time you were in studio was before the pandemic, so I have to ask, did you do the outdoor shows and the tiny cupboard in Brooklyn? Did you do the, <laughs> the Zoom shows? What did you get up to? Um, I did some, like, um, outside shows and stuff like that, but I wasn't, you know, there were, there. It, I mean, it was crazy in New York. They were, there were people, like, performing on the top of a car in a parking lot, and I'm like, it feels dangerous, <laughs> you know? It feels like that's a liability, but, um, yeah, I did some outside shows, parking lot shows and stuff like that. Now, I was in New York in, in December when the Omicron was hitting. And, and uh, you know, luckily I, I came out OK. But like Joe Liss was saying that still today the subway is run by kooks. And so he runs or takes lifts or, or Ubers everywhere. I'd, I didn't see it. But in your mind, is New York still a little bit lawless, especially on the subway? Oh, absolutely. The subway, every time I go on the subway, and I've been taking the subway forever by myself, never had, you know, any problems, thank God, but it's been definitely a lawless place is the perfect way to describe it. I try and avoid it at all costs. Do you have an anecdote of something shocking that you, <laughs> you saw in the last year or two on the subway? Um, I'm trying to think. Actually, the most recent time I was away, me and my friend are like, oh, cool, nobody's in this part which is always a red flag like if all the other ones are full like don't pop your head in to see if maybe there just happens to be an empty one and there was just like a naked guy completely naked laying down in the middle of you know the cart so we went into the other one. <laughs> oh, and that was david dinkins yeah <laughs> All right, so the, the girl pod, how do you fashion it? As you guys banter back and forth, do you pick a topic of the day? Do you bring in guests? How do you run it? Yeah, we usually just go back and forth, like, you know, two friends just having a conversation. Um, we talk about what's going on in our lives and stuff like that, and that's really fun. We haven't had any guests on it. Jesse Mae Peluso is now joining us once again, speaking with her and Carly Aquilino. They got the girl pod at Buffalo Helium on 9-11. And uh, Jesse Mae, welcome back. I don't know if you remember, but the two times you were here in San Francisco, you're so fun, you're so boisterous, and I was trying to find a picture to tweet out. One of them, you made me lift your legs up by the ankles, and I thought, if I tweet this, there's no way my career will continue. Do you, rem <laughs> do you remember taking that you know, picture? Not with not with that attitude. I mean, <laughs> got to stop living from fear. We got to start living from love. You know, you look, you flip my ankles up because all of my energy source I it came out of my feet that day. So we were just sending energy out into the universe. Now I love the fact that you put your phone number on Twitter and you write "Call me." <laughs> what happens? Yeah. With, what happens Hello? with that? Uh, a lot of men. Hello. Send me pictures. Hello. Did everyone just, did we just all skip timelines? <laughs> <laughs> Are you there, Carly? Oh, I'm here. I, I, that was the, the I, you could cut that with a knife, that silence. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have, a, I do have my number on Twitter. I get photos of men's farm animals. So, <laughs> 
So what? That is. I hope that's yeah, like a is. that's like a Google phone number. That's not your actual cell phone number, is it? It rings to my cell phone. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put my actual cell phone number on Twitter. No, one, one time I accidentally put my I geotagged my address on Instagram when Instagram first came about, and my agent called me like, "Hey, did you did you mean to let three hundred thousand people know where you live, or what, what's happening here? Are you having like a, a pre midlife crisis?" Wow. So, Carly, um, and of course you guys are on Girl Code. You guys uh, have had your faces out there. Has there anybody been maybe too much of a good fan, like stalkery at all? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Nothing really that I I can remember. That's good. The guy that kissed you. The guy that kissed you. Remember? Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was definitely weird. So we were doing a meet and greet after a show and a guy came up, he waited in line with everybody else. And then when he got up to the front of the line, he kissed me on the lip. And this was pre COVID. That was that I was like patient zero with that. And I, (laughs) I blocked that out of my mind until Jesse just brought it up. I forgot about that guy. I wonder what he's up to I think about it often. Yeah. I, I think about that every day. Well, Carly, how I go to sleep at night. Was your reaction to punch him or say or to blush? I ran away. <laughs> I ran away. Yeah. Well, I think we had a problem there with consent, just like Snow White. Right. Exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, I would like to get that nap that Snow White got though. She has some pretty sweet, sweet sleep. You know, <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. Well, now Jesse Bay, how's the uh, the tattoo redo going? Well, we filmed that. It's on Netflix now. It was a great time. I, I got a couple of tattoos, a couple of friends, a lot of experience. It was awesome. It was it was one of the only shows that Netflix was working on that was in production during COVID. So it was great. It was a challenging and amazing experience. And then, Carly, for people who don't know, you were in the King of Staten Island, which was great. I think about all the comedians that were in there, Ricky Velez and a lot of others. Uh, how fun was that to be in an Apatow movie, huh? Oh, it was so cool, and it was great because that was the first time I was ever in anything like that. Um, so it was definitely cool to be, like, the bunch of friends. It made it feel very relaxed. I wasn't that, you know, I wasn't, like, too nervous. It was just, like, a really fun experience to be involved in, for sure. So, uh, Jesse May, uh, Buffalo, which, by the way, the Bills play tonight in the NFL, they live for that team. How do you find Buffalo, especially this time of year where it's not freezing? Let's go, Bill! Let's go, Bill! <laughs> <laughs> we have, <laughs> you know, Buffalo is very near and dear to my heart because I'm from Syracuse. So, it's basically, you know, it's Syracuse adjacent. I love Buffalo. I always have a good time there. The people are real hardworking. They've dealt with the cold 10 months out of the year. You know, they're just real, real people. I love it. You know, it's funny, like, uh, Mark Norman and Joe List, whenever they say they're playing Syracuse, they go, ugh, that's going to be tough. Why? Why? <laughs> uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe, you know, complaining is half of the, the comedy that they put out, <laughs> so it's on brand. All right. Oh, oh, so, uh, there again. So, Carly, what are people going to get at the uh, show on Sunday night with the the girl pod? What are what are fans in store for? 
Well, that's so much fun, and it's it's going to be a great show. I love I love going to Buffalo. Helium is one of my favorite clubs in the whole country. Um, they always have such great crowds, and everybody's just fun. And I'm glad we're not competing with the Bills. <laughs> like yeah. I'm glad it's not a Sunday game, right? Because yeah, God. So that'll be really fun, and me and Jesse always fun when we when we go out together. So. It'll be good. And uh, last question, Jesse May, you know, in the old days, getting a late night credit was where it's at. But being on Joe Rogan, I mean, that's huge. How fun is that? It's great. That's like the new late night credit. He's a very generous uh, individual and human being in his life with his friends. And, you know, um, he's, he's just somebody who I think sometimes gets misunderstood and they don't understand the value of having an open forum conversation without big corp big pharma or big media conglomerates controlling the output of content. And I value him as a friend and I value him as an entertainment source and, and sometimes information. So it, 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 I feel very fortunate. Very cool. And last question for you, Carly. I know that you've done overseas USO tours and, and this show's on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, why is it important to you to help out our uh, brave men and women in uniform out there? Well, actually, that was such a fun experience. Jesse May hooked me up with that. We went together to Japan. We did a USO tour together. She had done other ones um, all over the place. And it's just, like, such a cool experience. It's so much fun. Um, I always wanted to perform for the troops, so I was I was really honored to, um, you know, be asked and be able to go. Carly Aquilino, Jesse May Peluso, well worth your money when they're by themselves. They're together the Girl Pod, G-Y-R-L, Buffalo Helium 9-11. Hey, you two, if you're back in San Francisco, I'd love to have you in studio again. Thanks. Thanks for having yeah. Awesome. Thank you for the time. We appreciate it. All right. The pleasure was all mine. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Byline. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity, Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. his servants. All right. Uh, thank you for that. A couple minutes left in the show. Once again, uh, sorry to report if you haven't heard the passing of Queen Elizabeth II at 96. There's now King Charles of the United Kingdom. The Premier League tweeted, quote, <clears throat> the Premier League is deeply saddened to hear of the passing of Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II. Our thoughts and condolences are with the royal family and everyone around the world mourning the loss of Her Majesty. Tyson Fury tweeted, thoughts and prayers with my queen tonight. May God be with you. Anthony Joshua tweeting out, rest in peace. Formula One says, Formula One mourns the the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. For more than seven decades, she dedicated her life to public service with dignity and devotion and inspired so many around the world. Formula One sends its deepest condolences to the royal family and to the people of the United Kingdom and Commonwealth. Man United tweeted, Manchester United shares the sorrow of the entire nation following the announcement from Buckingham Palace on the passing of Her Royal Highness the Queen, Elizabeth II. 
Man City says Manchester City wishes to express its sincere condolences to the royal family following the passing of Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II. Her Majesty's dedication and service have been exemplary, and we mourn. We join our country and the Commonwealth in mourning her loss. And they put out a picture of the Queen handing the uh, FA Cup to somebody, it looks like, in Man City garb, maybe 1960. That's been a long time. The Pro Football Hall of Fame right here in Canton. We join the world in sending our condolences to the royal family on the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. On her first visit to the U.S. as Queen in 1957, she experienced American football for the first time in a game between at Terps football and at UNC football. Yes, I was talking about that. She went to a Maryland-North Carolina college football game, which I think is interesting. Arsenal tweeted something. I can't read it down. I don't know. It's illegible. Uh, but, uh, yes, anyway, um, it's the, that coronation is going to be something. You think royal weddings were something? I saw the throne in uh, Westminster Abbey, the wooden throne that they've been using for like 1,500 uh, years. They're going to bust that thing out for the first time since 1952. It's going to be a big, big deal. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you tomorrow, Friday. Jan Wall will be back. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.